It is Tuesday, October 25th in the NBA, and I'm back with my favorite picks. My name is Austin from Colin O'Shot. Let's do a recap from yesterday. Another winning day. Our best foot of the day, Jalen Green, over 22 and a half points, cashes in the third quarter. Paolo Bancaro hits his over. The Bulls don't just cover the plus four and a half. They went outright, as I predicted. Kyrie Irving, our added play of the day, hits it. Our only loss was the birthday boy, Jalen Brown, over 22 and a half points. He attempts 23 shots, only scoring 21 points. I take that bet every single day of the week. Yes, that was our sixth straight winning day. Our best bet record is 6-0. We're going for a seventh straight winning day, a full week of winning, a 7-0 best bet record. Today's going to be an interesting one. If you are new to the Call on a Shot channel, go down below, hit that subscribe button, drop a like too. We appreciate you guys all for showing all the love. Thank you guys all so much for 46,000 subscribers. Let's continue that momentum we've been building into today. And look, I've been talking about it a couple times, but if you, we've been helping you make some money, go down below, become a COS All-Star. It's our YouTube membership. Look, it's only $2.99 a month, less than the price of a coffee. And you get all our plays an hour or so early, sometimes even longer before the videos drop. And you also get a way to support the channel. For all the research, I am Logan for our MLB videos does 100% for free. And you get some cool other exclusive emojis and things like that. Plus, I'll shout you out at the end of the video, just like I will shout out yesterday's All-Stars at the end. Look, let's hop into the best bit of the day. And I'm going to be honest, it's going to be our only play of the day. We're going to go to 7-0 on the best bet record. We're putting a one and a half units on Kristaps Porzingis. Over eight and a half rebounds. I got his jersey here. I might have to burn it if he hurts us. Now, let's talk about Porzingis because if I had to be honest with you guys, I don't love today's slate. And you'll understand why when we talk about all the other games on the slate after this pick. But look, Kristaps Porzingis, and if you wanted to, you know, out of all my best bets, it's probably the least confident one I've been in. But I think Porzingis has a good chance to get this over. And it's eight and a half rebounds. We need nine. And it's minus 113 on Vandal. Now, so far this season, Porzingis, his rebound line, he's at 10, 3, and 11. So obviously... Porzingis is capable of going out there and putting up three rebounds. Some people would say seven, three for nothing. But at the end of the day, his most recent game versus the Cavaliers, he was aggressive going to get the boards. And I think he's going to continue to do that against the Pistons today. Now, the lone miss he had, he was in foul trouble, only played 29 minutes against Nikola Vucevic. And obviously he only had three rebounds on four rebound chances. Now, today he will take on the Pistons. And the Pistons are allowing the fourth most total rebounds to their opponents in the NBA at 59. For comparison, Kristaps has played the Pacers, Bulls, and Cavaliers. Those teams, the Pacers, are allowing the most out of those teams, the 13th most at 55, the Bulls 24th most, and then you look at the Cavaliers, the 29th most, which is second fewest in the NBA. So the fact that, you know, you saw Kristaps get it done against the Cavaliers team, a very big team, I think he has a chance to get it done. Kristaps averaging 14 rebounds per game, tied for the most on the team with Kyle Kuzma. And the biggest thing is he has the lowest rebound distance on the team. At least, I think the only guy lower than him is Daniel Gafford, the backup center. His, his distance for rebounds, 4.1 feet. It's not like we're relying on balls to bounce super far away from the hoop. It's Kristaps being close to the rim and getting a lot of the rebounds. And so far this season, three games, Five players have had nine or more rebounds against this Pistons team. Goga Badatze, he had 15. His teammate, Jalen Smith, had 15. Wendell Carter Jr., 11. Isaiah Hartenstein, 11. Paolo Bancaro, 9. You see this, all the proofs in the pudding. Four of those five players that just gave out had an average rebound distance of 4.7 or lower. Like I already talked about, Kristaps Porzingis is sitting at 4.1. The only guy that had a higher one was Jalen Smith. He was at an average rebound distance of five, 6 feet in this game. But Kristaps played against Detroit last year, had 10 rebounds in that game. And this Pistons team is a little bit different than the one constructed last season. This team shoots a ton of threes, averaging the 6th most 3 
three-pointers in the league, and they spaced the floor with guys like Sadiq Bey, Bojan Bogdanovic. So Kyle Kuzma, who's really the primary threat to, I think, who's going to steal rebounds, he's going to be out guarding one of those two guys out in the perimeter, who mainly sit out there, launch threes. We're going to see a guy like Kristaps be the main guy in the paint. The Pistons also fourth in pace of play, so there's going to be a lot of shots up there. There's a reason they're giving up the fourth most total rebounds in the NBA. And what's also interesting is, the thing about the Pistons, pushing the ball up the court. Kristaps, I love him, but sometimes he sits out on the three-point line on offense, so he should be able to get back on defense, maybe corral some easy rebounds. And at the end of the day, Kristaps is going to guard our friend Beef Stew, Isaiah Stewart. And while Stewart has randomly decided to start launching threes, he's like three for 14 on the year, shooting well below 25%. So I don't see Kristaps having to really have to go out there and guard a lot of Isaiah Stewart three-pointers. If Stewart starts knocking him down, then so be it. I think the Wizards will live with that. But at the end of the day, Kristaps should see 30 or more minutes tonight. In his last 25 games with 30-plus minutes, he's had 9-plus rebounds in 17 of 25. That's 68% of the time. That was 7 for 7 against the Washington, as a member of the Washington Wizards, and that included, like I said, 10 rebounds against the Detroit Pistons last year. Look, he's the tallest player on the court, 7 foot 3. Go out there and grab us 9 boards. Kristaps, I love you. You're one of my favorite players, but I need you to get us nine boards, and I certainly think you can get that done. That's my one and a half unit play. It's my only pick of the day. He's going to go us, to take us to a seventh straight winning day, seven and no on best bets. I understand if you don't want to tail it. It's Kristaps Porzingis asking him to get reps, but I think he gets it done. Now, let's move on to the other games. I'll give you my leans in these ones, and let's start with the first game. Well, not the first game, the TNT game, because we have two games on TNT tonight. Let's start with the Mavericks versus Pelicans. Can't really give out a line or a pick in this one because we don't really know who's healthy. I mean, Zion Williamson is questionable with the hip contusion. Brandon Ingram's out with a concussion. At the end of the day, I do lean the Pelicans plus five. If Austin had to come out here and give you guys a spread pick that he would bet on, it would be the Pelicans plus five because very similar to a team like the Celtics yesterday that we faded. We said, you know, on paper, the Celtic, the Pelic the Mavericks so far through the season, they've looked better than the Pelicans. I mean, they went out there and spanked the Grizzlies. So a Pelicans team just lose the Utah Jazz. Yet they're only laying five points here. Very similar to, you know, that game where we took the Bulls yesterday. Similar four and a half, five point team favorite that, you know, we weren't necessarily too sure. Like, why are they being only five point dogs? I think that's what's the case here today. Also, we just saw the Pelicans lose by so many, or not lose, but well, they lose, lost to the Jazz. And you saw the Mavericks blow out the Grizzlies. A little bit of regression in the mean for both teams. Pelicans, I think, probably get that plus five. Maybe win that game outright, but I'm not going to bet on it because I don't really know if Zion's playing, so this line could change. Now, as for my player props in that one, C.G. McCollum's over an assist, and same for Luka Doncic. Pelicans are allowing 27 assists per game to their opponents, and that's eighth most in the NBA. And let's be honest, who's has the ball in his hand 99% of the time for the Mavericks? guy by the name of Luka Doncic. They have Herb Jones, who's a pretty good defender. Hopefully he's out there, makes this game a little bit more competitive. I think he will be out there, but at the end of the day, Luka's going to do his thing. He's going to go out there, shoot a bunch, pass the ball to his teammates. They just have to knock down shots, and I think they can against the Pelicans team. As for CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, I already talked about, is out. Zion Williamson, even if he is active, not a guy that really has the ball in his hands a ton. So unless it was like Jose Alvarado or the Devontae Grahams of the world, CJ McCollum's going to have the ball in his hands. The problem with this line is we don't have a line. So this probably is going to be juiced up. So I don't think I would take it because they're going to obviously account for everything I just said. So, you know, if you want to, if the line's lower than like five and a half, maybe six and a half, I don't mind it, but probably would avoid that one. Now let's move to the other TNT game, Warriors versus Suns. My spread pick lean for this one, I would lean the Suns minus two and a half. And if I haven't made this clear, these are all leans. I'm not putting a single dollar on any of these. You know, well, you kind of already understand. There's too many uncertainties. There's a lot of these teams I don't bet on because there's a lot of different inconsistent play. But so do whatever you want with them. We'll have a 
an honorable note at the end. Now, Suns minus two and a half. I lean them. I think it's a reason they're favored at home. I think the Warriors are still a good team, but their guys are still, Clay Thompson's not really doing a whole lot. I mean, I put on here, my lean would be Jordan Poole over in points because I think he's going to avoid Macau Bridges, who will be on Stephen Curry. But ultimately, I just think the Suns are a little bit better. I mean, they're both very even teams on the, on the court. I think the Suns just being at home, they get a win. Just think that's how it works. But Chris Paul's got to be better. That's why Eileen is over 13 and a half points. This guy's been straight up bad over the first three games of the year, but he can't be bad forever, right? He's going under this line. He's leaning three straight. He shot 11 times last game, but eight of them were three pointers. That's not Chris Paul's game. Something's going on there, but 13 and a half points, pretty easy to get against the Warriors team that they aren't going to put their best defender on him. Look, Devin Booker's been cooking. And I know people are going to ask me, how do I feel about Devin Booker over 26 and a half points? But Truthfully, he's been shooting way too efficiently. I mean, it's just un, un, it's unlikely for him to continue to shoot 56, 8, 60% of the time. That's just not going to happen. And for a team like the Warriors, you have, you know, obviously guys like Andrew Wiggins, pretty good defenders. They could probably limit Devin Booker. Hopefully he does do pretty well because I know people will be on his overs. But my final, let's talk about the final game. We'll, we'll go back to that Wizards game at the end. Clippers versus Thunder. Don't touch his foot the game with a 10-foot pole. I mean, you got SGA, Trey Gilders, Alexander, Josh Giddy, Paul George, Marcus Morris, all are out, and so am I. I don't want to touch any of these game, that game. Clippers props, I'm probably not going to touch really all season long. Ty Lue, too weird with his rotations. He got the wrong guy. Let's move back to that Pistons versus Wizards game. If I had to pick a spread, I could go either way. You could make a case for either side. I lean the Wizards because they are a good team at defending the three. And we already talked about the Pistons, our team launching a ton of threes. So I lean the Wizards, but I hope the Pacers, I, I mean the Pistons, I like their team. They got a guy like Jaden Ivey, the rookie, lean is over in points and PRAs. He's been pretty good and he likely avoids the best defender from the Wizards. Don't necessarily know who you consider the best defender for the Wizards, but he's going to be on Cade Cunningham. Maybe, maybe probably Denny Avdia will probably be the guy on Cade, but ultimately I don't really want to touch it. And then I lean Kyle Kuzma over seven and a half rebounds because if Kristaps ain't getting them, probably Kyle Kuzma has like 15 boards, but hopefully Kuzma is not stealing them. Hopefully it's Kristaps Porzingis getting it done. Now let's shout out some all-stars. Then we'll end with a positive note. We got a bunch of them. So I appreciate you guys always for showing all this love. If you want to become an all-star, click the join button on the channel. I'll also put the link in the pinned comment down below. Still struggling. We got Rafa. We got Jacobo. We got Luke. We got Valentin. I definitely, definitely butchering some names, but Brandon, Luis, Tay, Michael, Brian, Brian with a Y, Caleb, Gabriel, Kieran, Ernie, J. Barber, K. Valley, Michael, Trey, EJ, Muva, 03, FM We Ball Podcast, gotta stay monetized. Felix, Marcin, Tubbs, 197, Justin, Tony, Mason, Jake, Jaquan, I, I think Kirk, Uncle Sonny's Barbecue. Look, the fact that that list grew by so many people overnight, we appreciate you guys. We can't do it without all our COS All-Stars out there. Look, I love you guys, but I also love all the degenerates out there that are just watching the videos. And as a, to those degens, please don't force a lot of plays today. This, game, this slate stinks. There's only four games on, and there's so many different question marks across all the books. I'll have my one, one and a half unit play. Best bit of the day, Christoph Sporzingis. But that's going to do it, because days like these are how you can easily go one and three, oh and four. You'll lose a lot of money, and for no good reason. So don't force a lot of picks. We're all Christoph Sporzingis fans. Tomorrow, we got 10 games on the slate. There's going to be a lot more to dive into. Root for Christoph's. We need set nine rebounds to take us to a seventh straight winning day. 7-0 best bet record. I appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. If you want to join the all-star list, get shouted out tomorrow. Click the join button on the channel. This is Austin. Signing out.